The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, we have another question. It's not quite a listener's question. I could pretend like it is, but I'm not, I'm not a good fibber. So, but I, I'm sure it is a listener's question, even though I did not receive it from any of you. But it's a question that I get a lot from people who are working on connecting with their intuition. And I think it's a really important one. And the question is, why is it that? It sometimes feels easier to get intuitive nudges and information about other people than it does about ourselves. And, you know, this applies to you whether you're an intuitive reader like I am or a card reader or a Reiki person or, you know, however else you're using your intuition to benefit others or even just, you know, our own hunches, you know, even if you are not a professional, which I I know many of you are not. Right. It's a very common question that I get. And, you know, this question came to me because also a lot of people assume they've been working with me for a long time. They know I can quickly tune into their energy. I can quickly connect with their guides. And I usually um, can pretty reliably get answers to whatever questions people throw at me. Now, it's not always the case. There are times when, you know, what people want to know is not accessible. But for the most part, it's very easy for me in the line of my work to uh, tune into other people's guidance. And um, I do that pretty reliably, right? When it comes to tuning into my own spirit guides for my own needs, right, it does become a little funkier. Now, do I do this all the time? I absolutely do. Are there times in which my connection with my guidance is quite striking and amazing and awe-inspiring? 1,000% yes. And, you know, that's why I teach what I teach because I want that for you more and more too. However, I will say for as long as I've been doing this, and I think this is pretty common among people that, you know, professionally do psychic readings or intuitive readings for a living, it's always a little bit different when I am getting information for myself and when I'm getting information for others. So that's what I want to talk about today. What are some of those differences? Why do we have those differences? And also, you know, what does this mean for you, right? Whether you are professional or not, what most people want to do with their intuition first and foremost is to hear our own guidance and to connect with our own inner wisdom and our own inner divinity and following our life's purpose and path. And so understanding the pitfalls of that, right, or where it can sometimes become difficult, there's no pitfalls actually, (laughs) can be really, really important. So that is our topic for today. So first of all, the guys want to kind of call BS and say, you know, I've always heard my information for myself first and foremost, and so have all of you. 
But when we are looking to ask a specific question, oftentimes there's a lot of attachment there. There's a lot of, you know, wanting a certain outcome, certain result. We, we are hanging on, we are grasping, we are grabbing, we are pushing, we are trying. And as I've talked about again and 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 again on this podcast and elsewhere, that energy of pushing, trying, grasping right, is the antithesis of your intuition, of the voice of your soul, which always comes from a place of just pure receiving. It comes from a place of stillness. It comes from that place of space. It comes from that place of actually not needing to know. Now, that seems like a paradox, right? Because we're talking about, well, you know, how can I tune into my intuition for guidance on things in my life, which mean things that I feel that I need and want to know? Well, the deal is you got to let go to receive. You got to let go to receive every single time. And so it can sometimes be a little bit harder to let go, right, when you are the subject of, you know, that dialogue with the universe, right? Because, you know, we, we tend to take our lives very, very seriously, for better or for worse. And so the more that we can lighten that load and the more we can agree to get what we get and not get upset, something you've probably also heard me say before, right? Just knowing that there's that aspect of surrender when we connect with our intuition where, where we trust we're going to get what we need and that you know we don't sweat the small stuff and we don't push or force or try and we understand that that part of us that's smarter than us, that's wiser than us is probably a better way of putting it, will give us the information we need in the way that we need it when we are most ready and able to receive it. And so that's the dance. That's the cooperation. It's that act of letting go in order to receive. So that's the first thing. It's oftentimes a little bit harder to let go when we are in our own stuff, when we are asking questions for ourselves. But there's another piece that the guides want me to share about too. And this one's a little bit more complicated, but it's very similar. And that is, you know, we always receive guidance through our own conceptual framework. And sometimes in order to really receive the guidance we need, we need to be able to step out of those really strong beliefs. We need to step out of those really strong attachments. We need to kind of be a neutral third party in our own life. And that's a little bit harder to do when you are in your own skin and you're asking questions about yourself. It's a little bit harder to step into that space of neutrality, right? When I read for somebody else, it's a lot easier. And the more I've done this, the easier it's become because I really have started to recognize that people walk their own path. And I've really learned to respect the integrity of everyone's spiritual journey. And I've learned to detach to some extent from their energy, from their needs, from their humanness, from their ego when I'm giving a reading. I mean, I, I keep it, I take it under advisement and, you know, always work with the guides to deliver the information in the way that it will be best received. But I often have less of an investment. I just do. And, you know, in my work too, and, and I've talked about this too on the show, I'm sure many times, you know, it was a learning curve. It was a curve around my learning to let go of needing to meet the expectations of my clients. And it took me a while. It did. I don't think it comes up very often now, but I'm, you know, I'm sure it may come up you know, now and again. But at first it came up a lot where, you know, I didn't necessarily want someone to ask me a specific question because what if an answer didn't come through, right? Or what if they didn't like the answer? Oh my gosh. And so it blocked me. 
right? It blocked me. I have also talked about how early on I did the thing that they always tell people in training to be mediums or psychics never to do, but I did it, my friends. I always wanted really general information and general information that even though it resonated and even though I truly believe that even from the outset, I was helpful to my clients. I really believe that because I think from the beginning, I was really tuning into my guides and giving that information. And those of you who've been my clients now for decades, I'd love to hear what y'all think. But I certainly became more effective when I was able to be quote unquote wrong, when I was able to just receive information and let it land how it needed to, when I wasn't afraid to give very specific details that, you know, someone could say, well, you're not seeing it right. Um, And usually I was. Usually the more I listened and communicated those details, the more stunned and surprised I was of how this all was working. It was pretty amazing. But at the beginning, that was really, really tricky for me. And the guides say we have, you know, even more attachment when it's our own lives, right? Because, you know, sometimes we we don't want a certain answer. Sometimes we don't want to know certain things. Sometimes we're just not ready for the truth. And so, you know, we're not necessarily going to get it super clearly when we ask certain questions when, you know, you're asking the question, but you're covering your eyes and blocking your ears to certain answers that may want to come through. Does that make sense? And so when we are very stuck in our own lives, and stuck is not a word I usually use, but, you know, entrenched, let's use the word entrenched. When we are entrenched in our own lives, in our own way of being, in our own attachments, in our own belief systems, it can sometimes be a little bit harder to shake things up, right? And that's where a fresh perspective can be really helpful. And that's why I always have people in my world that offer that perspective to me. Sometimes too, I will say in my experience, and this actually happened to me recently, and it was pretty cool. There are things that we know, right? We know there's spiritual truths that you know, and ones that you might even know consciously that you've been taught, that you've shared with others, that you've learned. I have had things that I have told many, 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 many other people, but somehow, you know, I missed how that might apply to me, (laughs) right? Right? And when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, Of course that's true. I've told that to countless other beings. It has come right through my mouth as guidance for so many others, but I was missing the memo that, you know, it was true for me too, or it was true in this situation. Because again, we get caught up in the human part. And for most of us, we're a little more likely to get caught in the humanness when it's our own humanness that is, you know, doing the screaming and yelling and hand-waving. It's just how it goes. Now, does this mean that you can never be an accurate, you know, reader or channel or receiver for yourself? No, absolutely not. Of course you can. You are. You're doing it every day. And some of it's getting in the back channel, meaning it's nudging you unconsciously. So please be aware of those nudges because you will start to notice more and more how they work. And you won't necessarily always have to ask a direct question to the universe and receive a direct response, you know, in your mind's eye or your inner voice or, you know, the chills or whatever you normally get. Because as we've talked about too many times on this podcast, some of the episodes on signs are really good examples of this. There's another one I think called nudges and edits. Our life is always communicating with us and our guides are communicating with us in so many ways. And so, you know, it's not always I ask a question and I get a direct answer. 
you know, in the way that I'm expecting. Sometimes it's a little bit more obtuse. Sometimes you see a sign or somebody gives you your answer or you open a book or pull a divination card or watch a movie and you have an aha moment, right? And sometimes you don't even know it's an aha moment right away. Sometimes you look back and go, oh my God, that that was my guidance. Like I didn't see it then, but oh my God, I see it now. I just had this experience. I had attracted into my space a new client. And I'm not going to give the details because I want to respect this person's privacy. But the issue that the person came into work on turned out to be uncannily, uncannily crazy synchronous with something I was dealing with in my own life. And, you know, there's a little bit of a time lag. So her issue came and then it happened to me. (laughs) So there's that. But even so, it took me a while to see, oh, yeah, that was my, the universe starting to get me used to this idea, you know, because the information that came through for her was information that I was going to need to hear too. So that's another beautiful example about how our guidance speaks to us. And at the moment, I didn't know that it was speaking at all, right? But I can look back and go, oh, okay, my intuition is working. My guidance system is intact, right? And again, sometimes I just have to let go and let it do its thing. And then, you know, you become more aware of how it's working. You don't always have to ask the direct question, or let me rephrase that. You can always ask the direct question. Ask away. Please, 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 please ask your guides, your higher self, your soul, anything, your inner being, whatever words you want to use, anything you like, and then get out of the way and know that those answers are coming That you know when you're ready to receive. But sometimes if we are too involved, if we have our nose too close to the page of the problem... It may come to us in indirect ways or surprising ways, or we might not even recognize it's coming to us. We might not even recognize we're being guided, but guess what, friends? You are. You always are. And sometimes you don't even need to know right away to have that job being done. So know that too. Know that too. You know, all things will come to us in divine timing. And it's really about connecting with your intuition is really about, you know, agreeing to cooperate with that wiser part of yourself as much as you can and keep reorienting yourself to that intention. And remember when we reorient ourselves to the intention of, you know, aligning with that highest, wisest part of ourselves, we also let go of any expectations of how it's supposed to be, right? Or what it's supposed to tell us or what we're supposed to know. We get to let go of all of those things because, again, our higher self, our soul, knows better. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. The guides want me to end this episode with some pointers about how we can receive guidance for ourselves, especially in those places where we are really like hanging on, hunkering down and, you know, might be getting in our own way of receiving. And again, there's nothing wrong with this. It's normal. And so again, when you are asking for guidance on your own behalf, please be patient and kind with yourself. I know that I am patient and kind with me. And I also know 
that, you know, yours truly follows her intuition first and foremost through most things in my life. But it also means a letting go on a level that I didn't have to really do when I was doing things the old muggle way and believing that I was following my mind. And, you know, even when we think we're following our mind, we're just dancing in circles around what's happening for us anyway. It's, if you think about it, there are two paths to follow, but it's the same path. It's just that one is just a little bit more circuitry. I can't say the word, but (laughs) oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts. You know, when you're going in little circles, that's the word I'm going for. And so you're getting to the same place, but you're zigzagging around And your soul, if you listen to it and you align with it, will just get you there a little bit more directly when that direct path is called for. And by the way, sometimes it's not. Sometimes we learn from walking in circles for a while, but we're always moving forward. You can't not be expanding. It's not possible. It's actually what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. And it's happening naturally, my friends, whether you recognize it or not. The name of the game with following your intuition, though, is just to, you know, be able to expand more intentionally, more directly, and most importantly, more joyously. I'm all about the joy, aren't you? I know I am. So the first thing that they want to share is, and we've talked about this before, anything that gets you out of your mind will help you connect, right? So that can be going for a long walk, which is what I'm going to do when I'm done with this episode. It can be for me to getting in front of the microphone because oftentimes when I'm in front of the microphone, it cues me to get out of the way and let the guidance come through. And sometimes, you know, it's very surprising what happens when I sit down. For some of you too, that can be practices like journaling, like automatic writing. It can be moving your body in other ways, any kind of repetitive exercise, driving your car, taking a shower or bath, meditating, singing, ecstatic dance. Anything that gets you out of your mind can sometimes tap into your intuition in surprising ways. It can also be, again, without any of that kind of magical thinking, which is where we like try to make sense out of everything. But just with that softer mind, the mind that just, you know, uh, you know when you know because you know kind of mind. (laughs) So really no mind at all. (sighs) Just start to, you know, notice, noticing those moments when the divine is speaking to you, right? Notice them. See what stands out, what comes to you. Is it the words out of someone else's mouth that make you go, wow? Is it, you know, a sign? Is it something that you hear on the radio? Is it something that I just said right now in the last 18 minutes and 35 seconds on this podcast that just made you go, I needed to hear that because that's how our spirit speaks to us. That to me is your intuition at work. We often think intuition is just that voice in our head or something that's an internal experience, but friends, the way I say it, and again, it's just words, so you can you can understand it however you want, but I look at intuition more broadly as your whole spiritual GPS system which means sometimes it's going to come in surprising ways that don't feel like they come from within. But because we're all connected, right? It's all you anyway. And more importantly, you know because you have that internal feeling of knowing. And we've talked about this before, but as soon as you start to try to figure out if you know or you don't know, you fell out of it. So just know that you know when you know. And if you're not sure, it'll come again. It'll come as many times as you need to recognize that that is true guidance, true story. So today I was about to get on a call with a new client and something was weird with her email. 
it was a prospective client and something then was weird and I hopped on the Zoom and she wasn't on the Zoom and I waited like 30 minutes, which was really nice of me just in case we got the time wrong. And then I went about my business and I came back about two hours later and I got an email from her saying, I tried to get on the Zoom and I couldn't get on the Zoom, so I don't think it's meant to be, you know, that's the end of the day. Now, that's not my read at all. That's not my read at all. But I could be wrong about that, right? So sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do. We are in our mind and we think this must be a sign. That must be a sign. And that's okay because everything happens in divine timing. And if something is blocking you either internally, externally, or in your silly old mind from doing something, I would trust that 100% because if something is meant to be, it will happen in one way or another. It always does. So the bottom line is you don't even have to figure it out. You don't even have to figure it out. And if it's happening now, it's the right thing. And the next moment, then you can reorient it and uh, reorient. And it might take you back in a totally different direction. And that is okay too. So anything that clears our mind and helps us release will help us connect with that intuition. And again, the guides say paying attention to where it's happening for you, particularly those external cues and also how you feel when you have that feeling of knowing. Those can be very powerful and potent signs. Allowing yourself to know but not know is also really important, right? So that we know loosely, we have a feeling, we have a sense, we have an excitement because intuition can often be so exciting, right? But we, as soon as we come in to definitively figure something out, we've shut it down, okay? So be aware of that too. And they also say that sometimes, and this is fascinating, when we are getting information for ourselves, and I see this sometimes when I get information from clients as well, that you know we're not ready to assimilate it all at once. So we might hear it a bunch of times and it might even go to the back of our minds a few times before it becomes front and center and we're like, oh yeah, now I got it. And I sometimes like to look back because I can see that happening for me. I can see, oh, I heard this, I heard this, I heard, oh, now I get it, (laughs) right? So that can happen as well. But that especially can happen when we're receiving information on something and the guides know it's something that's going to make us do a 360 in our belief system. You know, it's something that's not going to be like super comfortable or understandable or well-received the first time around. And so, you know, they'll nudge us. They'll prepare us. They'll give us those little driblets and, and drabs so that we can get used to the idea before they come, you know, full force head on and whack us in the face with it right? And that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, they say too, sometimes you'll get whacked in the face with it. And then, you know, you'll be like, ow, that hurt. And you'll walk the other way, (laughs) right? Um, That's okay too, because sometimes, you know, then later on we go, oh man, you know, I thought I was walking into a door, but I was actually walking into my truth. But again, getting, receiving guidance for yourself is really about allowing it to come in the way that it comes. And again, releasing the expectation of what you're supposed to know, what it's supposed to look like and, you know, how it's supposed to be. Now, the last image they're giving me before we wrap up is this image of, I've been getting this one for myself too, of being on a roller coaster. You know, and you're on a roller coaster and maybe you're a little afraid of this roller coaster. You do not have your hands in the air, right? You have no idea where it's going. You got on this damn thing and you're like, oh my God, 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 when is it going to stop? Make it stop. You know, what's going to happen next? And you're gripping on to those handlebars for dear life and you're closing your eyes and you're screaming at the top of your lungs, friends, in those moments, it's not always that easy to hear your intuition, right? Right? It's just not always that easy. And it's the moment when you let go and you say, ah, 
I'm going to put my hands in the air. I'm going to say I'm on this thing until it's over, you know, right or wrong, good or bad, do or die, that we can most effortlessly surrender to whatever's happening in our lives in this moment and reconnect with our inner being, our higher self, and the part of us that knows all is well, even when, you know, our mind thinks and experiences that it's not, right? And sometimes things really don't feel super great in our 3D world, and that is okay too. Please love yourself through that if you are experiencing that right now. And so what they say is, you know, in those moments, those are the moments when we have faith, when we agree to let go, when we agree to trust life, when we agree to understand that even if it doesn't feel like now, those greater forces of life are working for us and with us and getting us to exactly where we need to go in the most beautiful way possible. And when we have that moment too, my friends, that's when we realign And the last thing I want to say is this. Intuition will nudge and guide us in all sorts of ways in our lifetime. It really, really, truly will. But the reason I teach what I teach and do what I do is because for me, I believe that my intuition, it's not like a parlor trick, although sometimes it is and it's fun to play. And it's not a way of me predicting the future or knowing things so that I can control my life. Although sometimes, you know, I'll get some intuitive hits that, you know, can save <laughs> save some potential like discomfort or areas where I'm really glad that, you know, I went right instead of going left. But it's not about that, right? Because that's using our inner guidance from a fear-based perspective. And that's what I'd like, you know, to get you all away from because it just doesn't serve. The real purpose of connecting with your inner wisdom is to align with your higher self, with your soul, with your spirit, with that deeper force of life, with that part of you that is rocking this human experience. And once you get on board, once you get on board and see how amazing, how beautiful, how expansive and how incredible, how abundant, how magical you truly are. To me, that's what our intuition is for, right? It's to reconnect thoroughly and completely with that part of ourselves. And when we've done that, my friends, the need to know to a certain extent vanishes because you become knowing itself. True story. And then, you know, that deeper wisdom takes over and you recognize, right? I'm going to see, I'm going to know, I'm going to experience exactly what I need in this moment now. This moment now is the perfect moment for me, however it appears in the 3D And I love myself. I love myself so truly and deeply. And I know, right, that I am bigger, wholer. I know that's not a word more complete than that small human self that I love so much. And I know too that in these moments, right, I am all that is, right? I'm a part of that. Ah, And I know too And I want to get this from the guides, but this is what I want to say. I know I got this. I know I got this. And those are the moments, my friends, when your intuition will speak to you loud and clear because you will be most very ready to receive. All right. I hear so many other questions about this one. So I promise you when this episode goes live, join me over in the Intuitive Connection community and we will have some lively discussion about this question because I can see some of you guys are, are a puzzling and it is such a big question. In the meantime, I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love you all and thanks for tuning in. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. 
you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.